Today on the podcast, we have Holly Nichols, an extremely popular fashion illustrator. You may have seen her work on her Instagram page or Etsy. In addition to fashion illustration, Holly is a business owner and a Pilates and wellness enthusiast. We are thrilled to have this athlete and artist as our guest today. So Holly, tell us about how you pretty much got into like fashion illustration and beyond. Like what was your path? Yeah, so um, I went to art school and at the time I, in entering art school, I was an interior design major. Um, I kind of quickly discovered that it wasn't as creative as I wanted to be. Um, it was very much architectural um, and technical and my brain just does not operate that way. <laughs> so I, um, I switched to studio art my second year of college, but the one thing that I kind of held on to from my interior design background were the markers that we use to do the interior renderings. Um, and so I just started drawing gowns and I'd ask like my roommates in college, what do you want your wedding gown to look like someday? Um, and they'd kind of just describe it to me and I would just sketch out these whimsical fashion illustrations. Um, and I didn't realize that it was like an actual category of art at the time. Um, up until my senior year, I kind of delved more into fashion illustration as a, you know, specific form of art. And I fell in love with it. Um, I started an Instagram, like in the old days of Instagram, around like 2014. And um, my account grew pretty quickly. Uh, at the same time, I was bartending and um, working as like a long-term substitute teacher in a school. Um, and at night I would come home and take on these custom orders that I was doing and, um, fill orders for my Etsy account. So I was kind of working like all the time and it was just really stressful. Um, and I got to a point where I was able to kind of responsibly say, all right, I think I can take this art, um, full time, which I did, um, about six years ago now. Um, and I've been doing it since. So it was kind of like a long-winded <laughs> answer to your... Wow. No, I like that it was a long-winded answer. So back like long, oh my gosh, long, long time ago, I was a fashion major and I had a draw and I'm terrible. So there's that. But so I appreciate how hard fashion illustration is. Like, did, was there a learning curve? Yeah. Um, it's funny. I hated drawing people. Like all, I, I've, to give you a bit of background too, even before college, I've been in art classes since I was seven. My mom put me in private um, art classes, which I love, but my subject matter was always like landscapes or these kind of like abstract paintings. I hated drawing people. I, I just could not draw faces or bodies or anything. So I don't know how I ended up just drawing people always. And now I love it. But um, I think it takes time to learn. And part of what I did too was I think kind of create um, a style that I didn't see that kind of lent to me not being able to draw a realistic figure. So I draw these girls whose um, legs were like miles long and their their eyes were huge and you know their hair was like voluptuous and, <laughs> long and it, like no one really looks like that. And that was just kind of my way of drawing in a way that I couldn't. <laughs> um, you know, which in hindsight, I think is problematic too, which I think I'll get into later, just these unrealistic, unrealistic proportions and, um, you know, adding some realism into my work now, what my main goal is. Yeah. 
different. I do think your style is is very unique. I was looking at your Instagram a little bit just to get like a vibe on your on your art, and it's first of all, it's very beautiful. Oh yeah! So, congratulations on being like awesome at what you do, yeah. but um, it's very unique to you. I feel like the style. Thank you. Yeah, and I think as an artist, a lot of people are discouraged because they don't think that they're able to find their style. But what helped me was to ask people around me, like, what's my style? Like, what, what are commonalities you see in all my paintings or drawings at the time? And um, I had a professor that told me, you know, you outline everything in black, whether it's a landscape, like I was outlining everything, um, which I think is very like illustrative. So even though I wasn't doing illustrations, I was doing these acrylic paintings. My style has always been very illustrative and whimsical. Um, so to any artist, that are listening that might be discouraged because they can't find their style. I think um, over time and then just having someone else give you feedback, you're, you're, you're able to find it. Um, and it can change too. My style is always changing. Love it. So what about, um, you know, how much are you drawing every day and how much of this is a discipline for you? You know, we're talking about the creative side, but how much of it is I need to work towards this and I'm, and you know, what, what's your, um, what's your routine like? Yeah, so when I first started out, I was drawing kind of all day, constantly, and amazing, I love it. I loved it then. Um, now, as I've kind of grown, I draw minimally, and most of my day is doing admin work <laughs> um, or filling orders. And of course, now, um, due to what we're going through, I'm working alone, so I'm filling orders by myself. Um, yeah. It can be meditative, but you know, it takes up a, a large portion of my day. Um, so I'm finding myself drawing mostly at night. Um, so I kind of work all day on filling orders and e emails and, um, all the fun stuff of being a business owner. And then, <laughs> um, kind of eight, eight o'clock onward, I'm drawing until I fall asleep. <laughs> What's your favorite thing to draw? Like you said, you were doing wedding dresses. Do you like high fashion or do you like doing like more minimalistic? What do you like the best? Yeah, I think I go through waves. Um, back when I was drawing, like, my friend's gowns, I really loved, like, couture and high fashion. And now I'm kind of just into drawing, you know, cozy vibe girls in their living rooms in PJs. I think that has a lot to do with what I'm doing myself right now. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I love that. I love drawing hair. Specifically, I've always loved drawing hair. Um, it's just something really fun to draw. Um, yeah, so those are kind of, like, my favorite things. but. I go through waves, I go through different inspirations from seasons and everything, so. Yeah, I noticed. Sorry, I think you broke up a little bit there. Yeah. Oh, I said I noticed dancers on the wall behind yeah. you. Those are your drawings, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. so you draw dancers a lot? I do. I, I, I danced my whole life growing up. Um, I never did point, but I really love the, um, the costume and the, you know, the gracefulness of ballet dancers. So I do draw that a lot. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love them. I'm in my house. I'm in my studio, which has become a fitness studio as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> my studio, the only room in my house that I have my artwork in, I get so sick of looking at it. So every other room in my house is just other people's artwork that I appreciate and love. This is my, my one little room that has all my artwork in it. <laughs> <laughs> I love do you ever do anything other than fashion now, like illustration? Do you do like landscapes again or no, you're past that? I, you know, I really hadn't up until we went into this quarantine. I bought watercolors again um, and I started doing kind of just some 
don't even know what you would categorize them as. They're kind of just color studies, but um, it's using a different part of my brain for sure. Um, so I'm trying to find pleasure in that type of artwork again. Nice. Love it. Um, what about, so you're really into fitness and I saw you like running and Pilates. Um, how much of that becomes part of your routine when you're running a business and illustrating everything yourself? And Yeah, I, I grew up, at, like I said, as a dancer, I danced all the time, um, starting from like age of three up um, through high school. Um, and then I kind of abandoned all form of movement in college. Um, I did yoga here and there. Um, I just didn't even think of it. It wasn't like a priority to me. And then um, post-college, I kind of rediscovered it, rediscovered it again through, um, you know, lifting and weight training, which I had never done in my life. <laughs> um, I didn't know how. I didn't know what to do. So I hired a personal trainer um, to work with me. And I, I kind of discovered running from there, too. I, I literally would skip the mile in my middle school and high school gym class every year with, like, a You and everybody else. That's the worst part. <laughs> I don't know how they believe me, but I, I got away with it every year. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, but I fell in love with running from there. Um, and kind of almost all forms of exercise I've tried, it got to a point where it was becoming problematic for me. I kind of had to take a step back and figure out where that was and um, what to do about it. And I think I was exercising for the wrong reasons, for sure. Um, and I was getting completely burned out. And it was tricky because a lot of people saw me at like what they thought was my pinnacle of health. And I was at my least healthiest. Um, my joints were suffering. I was getting sick all the time. Um, it just wasn't a great time. And it was because I was, like I said, I was exercising for the wrong reasons. Um, so over the past few years, I discovered um, a movement. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but it's called Health at Every Size. Um, and it's just kind of like a different approach to um, health and wellness that um, talks about, you know, like, why are we moving? Um, and if it's to look a certain way or to maintain a certain type of body, you might want to rethink that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, right. and there's, there's a lot of people I follow now that are aligned with that method of thought and through following them um, and then applying it to my own uh, fitness routine, I've been able to kind of re-fall in love with movement and exercise. Um, and then last year, I became um, certified in Pilates too, which I love. Um, I love how you're, you're able to connect to your um, body. And it's very like a mindful and intentional movement. Um, so through that, I've kind of gotten to a better place where I can enjoy exercise again. Yeah, that's great. Pilates is so, um, I, I think it's difficult, but I feel like it has a bit of a mind wellness too like like yoga you know what I mean yeah I love yoga too um I, it's funny because this morning I was trying to do a yoga class and I think it's like an added layer that I'm trying to do in my living room but I'm doing it I'm like I right, know I'm supposed to be breathing and relaxing but I just I'm so tired and bored of this <laughs> it's it's so much harder in your living room so I think Pilates for me I I'm able to think about like how my body is moving more than when I'm in yoga. And that's probably just a personal preference too, but, um, 
why I'm doing the different things. And they all have a reason why you're doing them. Um, that Joe Pilates made years ago. So I, I, I like that method and the intention behind everything. And I feel really strong when I'm doing it. Um, and it helps me in all different areas of both movement and, you know, just sitting at my desk drawing. Like I'm always aware of how I'm sitting posturally now because of it. Um, and I'm able to work longer. So yeah, I just, I really um, kind of fell in love with it. Wow. That's great. Yeah, it is. And it's funny too, how you used to dance and then now you found movement again through Pilates. It's different, but it's similar too in certain yeah, ways. Definitely. He, um, he worked with dancers a lot, um, mostly to fix <laughs> what their bodies um, were suffering from, you know, problems came from dancing. Um, and I find a lot of the movements are similar too, but um, yeah, I miss dance sometimes. Now that I'm in quarantine, I've been taking a few um, like online dance classes just for fun and just um, kind of like rediscovering tap dance, which is so funny because I don't have tap shoes with me, but <laughs> I'm dancing with my sneakers on my floor. <laughs> um, Does that tie in? I mean, I'm sure dance definitely would tie into the movement, but I'm sure Pilates as well ties into the illustration side because it's just like the movement of the body when you draw it, you know? Totally. Like even anatomically, I always, when people are trying to, or ask me like how to draw a body, um, I always tell them like, look at those, either like a live model is really helpful to draw from, or um, just like the anatomy books. Um, Cause you can see, you know, where the muscles are and how they're moving. Um, mm. You know, I think of that a lot in terms of what I'm doing like my Pilates work too. Do you have any like other tips for new artists that want to get started into drawing figures? Um, yeah, like I said, I think taking a figure drawing class, if you have access to it, is really helpful. Um, if you don't, just drawing people that might be in your house is helpful too. Um, but I think looking at a, a person in front of you um, would be the most beneficial because I'm able to see them in terms of shapes um, that make one whole. Um, I think a lot of times when people draw a person, they're like, oh, I have to do the head and then the neck and then the shoulders. But if you think of, right, the head is really like this, you know, oval on top of a little rectangle here that is supported by two triangles. And I know this might be difficult for people that are listening to the audio um, of this podcast, but um, just looking at parts of the body as shapes. Um, is certainly helpful. And then looking at different body shapes or body types too, um, because everyone doesn't look exactly the same, of course. So um, figure studies, drawing every day. Um, and then again, not being discouraged by finding your style immediately. Nice. Um, do you guys want to move into some rapid fire questions? Yeah. Oh yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> okay, so these questions are sometimes um, informative, sometimes silly. So have fun. Just say the first thing that comes to mind. Um, all right. So my life motto is. Oh God, do what you want when you want it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, is it me? Okay. Inspired yeah. by. <sighs> I hate to sound like cliche, but like life, like I'm inspired by everything. Everything is moving and 
um, changing and just kind of what's happening around me. It's a good one. It's good. That's a good one. Um, I feel the best version of me when? When I'm well rested and I ate a good meal the night before and I got enough sleep and I'm with people that I love. Love it. Um, my go-to stress reliever is? <laughs> yeah. Um, this is a side note. We did these last week and now we know how hard these actually <laughs> are to answer. It's <laughs> my go-to stress reliever. Um, I mean, I meditate all the time, but also just like um, anything creative, music, art, dance. Nice. My favorite healthy habit? Resting. Love that. Uh, my go-to quarantine workout is? Um, I've been doing a lot of Pilates. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I'm not working, you can find me. Oh. This is hard because like a lot of my um, fun is also what I do for work, which I'm very happy about. Um, think I well see this is hard too because I used to love grocery shopping <laughs> yes I love grocery I shopping too. <laughs> I love dressing the aisles um but I guess now what I'm doing for fun um I've been taking like a lot of online art classes that are just completely unrelated to the art that I do professionally oh nice makes sense something that makes you smile cat videos. I know that's like a good cliche, but I, I, <laughs> I'm away from my family's cat and it's like so depressing to me. Oh. <laughs> like cat and puppy videos. And then the other thing I've been watching a lot of lately are like old vines, um, like pre-TikTok vines. I feel like oh they're way better than TikTok. I can't get with the TikTok times. I, so I really like watching like those old vines. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Great. Um, my mornings aren't complete without coffee and a giant bowl of oatmeal. I've had oatmeal and coffee every day for like the last five years. <laughs> That's amazing. Wow, I love your oatmeal uh, recipe. For <laughs> yeah. What you put in it? I do a lot of peanut butter, banana, and blueberries, and I, I do the whole banana. I hate people who demonize bananas, eat the whole damn banana. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> um, I feel most confident when? <sighs> um, I think when I have my hair done fresh, which is a, <laughs> a foreign concept to me now. Um, and after I've had like a really good workout, I think. Nice. Spirit animal. Mm. <laughs> Hardest one. I want to say cat, but like a big cat, like not a house cat. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, okay. And, you know, I have a last question, but I want to add one. What are you most proud of? Um, I think, I mean, I think I'm most proud of finding a balance between my work and personal life because for the first like three years, three to four years of doing this, I had none. Mm -hmm. uh, 
and now I'm really, I'm able to separate the two and um, allow them to coexist and it feels really good. That's really amazing. I think a lot of people inspire to find that balance and it's, you know, if in any, in any field, it's really difficult, especially a business owner in a creative field, you know, it's just, it's insane. So that's really, really cool. Yeah, it takes time. And I, we put like such a value on productivity. And I think this period of time is kind of teaching people. Um, that's really important. Um, so hopefully we kind of all come out of this thinking of things in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. And the last question is, uh, well, what is it actually? I was going to say it, but I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm being an artist, but I can't remember how it's worded. So Jill, take it away. <laughs> you were so good there, though. That was so good. Um, I was trying to be smooth. Didn't work. Didn't work. Oh, my God. No, I can't stop laughing. Um, to me, being an athlete and artist means? I think being an athlete and an artist to me now means finding joyful movement that allows me the headspace and the physical ability to be an artist as well. Because um, like I said, for a long time, there were things that preventing me, uh, that were preventing me from doing that. So I think finding, you know, a good balance um, that allows me to focus on what I love to do, which is make art, um, was a great thing for me. <laughs> Amazing. Thank yeah. you so much for coming on our podcast. That was so great. Yes, thank you. So fun that this is a, like a thing. <laughs> you can find Holly on Instagram at hnicholsillustration and on her website, hnicholsillustration.com. Go follow her. Her work is amazing. You can follow the hosts at Cassandra Lacey, at NY Choreographer, and at Embracing underscore the Fire Within, and of course, at Athletes Artists. Rate and subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Hey, Wolfpack, leave a review to be automatically entered in our summer giveaway. One winner will be chosen at random to win an Amazon gift card. Good luck! <laughs>